Welcome to Inspired by Faith, a program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm Emily Jaminette, and I'm joined each program in the studio with my friend, Michelle Fanley. This is a show to help you to be inspired by our Catholic faith, to live out the gospel message, and deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. We hope this show provides you an uplifting 30 minutes to help refresh your soul and strengthen your faith. As it was born out of our friendship, we hope it encourages you to deepen and develop spiritual friendships with your sisters in Christ. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Emily. It's so wonderful to be here in studio on this beautiful, beautiful fall day. It is a beautiful fall day. And you know what? We've been talking recently about conference season. It's hard to believe it's kicked off and it's happening even though it's fall and it's not winter. Yeah, it's coming around the corner, our favorite time of the year, the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference for 2023, February 18th. February 18th. So it's a little bit close to Valentine's Day, so. Yes, it is. Yeah. What a great gift for your husband to get you. A ticket to the conference and. (laughs) Yep, and then date night after to talk all about it. That's right, absolutely. (laughs) Well, we're excited. You know, today we have a special guest and we can call her our friend. Danielle Bean, supporting women from all walks of life. Danielle is the author of 10 books and content creator. She hosts The Gist, a weekly Catholic women's television talk show on Catholic TV, and The Girlfriends podcast, along with The Girlfriends online community. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you. Oh, this is great. Yes, we are so blessed to have you here coming to Columbus, Ohio in February and to have you here in person. I know we've done so much. You are actually our very first um, interviewee on this podcast. So we're on, you know, 45 episodes in, you are number one. So we're happy to have you back and uh, (laughs) have you at the conference this year. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I love Columbus. I love the women of Columbus. I love you guys. This is going to be an epic event. Well, and it's really fun, Danielle, because you really have been a role model for many of us. We've we've read, you know, those 10 books, those early books, how they helped form us in our, our Catholic identity, even for us as young moms. And now, you know, we'd love to hear more about, you know, where you are now in this you know, you don't have the babies in arms like you initially wrote about, you know, really um, being able to be so influential to really all women in all stages in life. Yeah, I mean, I'm finding myself in this in this kind of new space in life, and, and I'm so honored that people have looked to me for any kind of guidance. And, you know, all I've been trying to do through all the years is, is share my experiences, share my stories in the hopes that they will encourage other people to look for God in their stories as well. And in this stage of life where I've got older kids now, and I'm actually a grandma, I, my newest, my first little granddaughter was born this past summer, so very much a different stage of motherhood for me. But my, my kids, I still have two who are still at home, two teenage boys. But, like, right now, while we're recording this, I'm alone in my house. Like, that, like, didn't happen for, like, 25 years. Like, seriously. And so just even that, like, things like that, getting used to things, you know, that are quieter, that are different at this stage in life. Um, I've just been looking to kind of share the same way that I shared the ups and downs and the trials of early motherhood and all the, you know, the the crazy busy years and the joyful chaos of raising a large family and kids who are close together and, um, you know, the craziness of toddler years and then teenagers. 
all along I've just been looking to share in, in real ways about my own joys and my own challenges and always looking for where God is calling me to in these new life circumstances. And, and now is no different. It's, it's a different stage of life, and there, there are positive things about it. There are some challenging things about it. And I'm just looking to be real and honest with people about all of that in the hopes that it's going to be helpful and encouraging for other women who are experiencing similar things. Well, maybe you could share a few words about your own faith journey. You know, as you talk about motherhood and stages in life, you know, how has your Catholic faith, you know, grounded you, helped you navigate each stage? Yeah, I mean, I'm so blessed to be a cradle Catholic. I was raised in a beautiful, faith-filled Catholic family, the fourth of nine children, and I'm just so grateful to my mom and dad. And, uh, you know, as I get older, I'm, I'm, I just become more grateful for that gift because I become more aware of how precious it is, the beautiful gift of faith that they gave me in my childhood. And um, it served me so well throughout my life. You know, not that I've been perfect, and uh, but I, I even I share with people sometimes that even when, like, you know, in my teenage years or young adult years, you know, I was very human and I made some mistakes and I did some things I know my parents didn't want for me and made some choices that were against my faith. And I can look back now and I can say, even in those moments, I knew that what I was choosing to do was wrong. And that's such a gift to have that knowledge of right and wrong, to know the truth, even when you're choosing wrongly, you know, like St. Augustine who, who wrote, you know, make me chase the Lord, but not yet, right? And I can relate to that. And in certain stages of my life, I could relate to that. But in all of that, it really helped me to realize what a gift my Catholic faith has been, what a gift my parents gave me, and knowing that there is a truth and that we can know it. And even when I was choosing wrongly, so I... I make that sort of my, my very practical mom prayer now that I'm, I'm a mother of teenagers and young adults, just like, Lord, you know, keep them from all sin. And yet, if they should sin, let them know that they are sinning. <laughs> you know, I just pray that they know that what they're doing is wrong if they're going to choose wrongly. And that's my very practical prayer these days. Well, Danielle, I know that, you know, I've been a longtime follow follower along with Emily with, you know, first my cup of tea book. Um, but you have um, moved into some really exciting new work with your girlfriend's podcast, which I love to listen to when I have that nighttime insomnia um, and your show on Catholic TV on the gist. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about more what your current work um, you're working on? Oh, sure. Yeah. So the Girlfriends podcast is really, it's just my heart. Like, you know, that is something, all of my other, like, work and ministries and different hats I might wear and different things I might do professionally come and go. But honestly, I started that podcast, um, it's going on seven years now. So, yeah, by the time I'm in Columbus, it, well, we just have celebrated our seventh anniversary of the Girlfriends podcast, which is so crazy to me. But I started, I was really motivated to want to connect with people in a personal way. So back in the heyday of blogging, you know, when everybody was sort of in this online community and it was, it felt close, it felt intimate, we felt connected. I really was missing that and missing having a voice, missing having personal connections with other women who share my faith and share my family values. And so the podcast was a way for me to kind of, re, you know, find that voice again and begin to make those personal connections again. And I have been so 
blessed by the people who have connected with me through the podcast, the growing community of listeners there. They're so generous with me. They're so beautiful. And, and I loved um, through the years just, you know, they would email me or they'd send me a voice message. And sometimes we even, you know, arrange to have phone calls and outside the podcasting kind of growing in that way. And I began to be aware of the fact that there was a growing community of women there that I was blessed to, to know and have interactions with. But then I thought, they need access to each other. So, you know, this whole idea of growing community, which, you know, the, the Columbus uh, Catholic Women's Conference is all about, bringing women together who share the, their Catholic faith and, and their family values and wanting to help them to grow in friendship with one another, building authentic community. So through the podcast, I became aware of the fact that this community kind of was existing, but it wasn't exactly all that it should or could be. And that led me this last summer to uh, found the Girlfriends Community, which is over at girlfriendscommunity.com. And you can join over there and become a part of our online community of, you know, for, it's, it started with listeners of the podcast, but there are people in there who don't even know that I have a podcast now, so it's kind of grown from there. And it's just this beautiful way that women are able to connect. We pray with and for one another every single day. We're going through the book of Psalms right now, just reading a, a different psalm every day and, and praying together with it, and, and really just also just sharing some of the fun things in life, which is what friendship is really about. So these real-life connections that we make at conferences like in Columbus, there, there are ways that we can grow those and we can expand those through online connections. So I've been very much focused in building authentic communities online through the podcast and through Girlfriends Community. Wow, that's exciting, especially, you know, as you mentioned, the conference, the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference on February 18th. 2023. You know, Danielle, you'll be coming and apparently your topic will be be still and hear God's voice in your busy lives. Can you give us a sneak peek about, you know, what you'll be speaking about? Where do you even begin to be still? Because you're talking about, you know, online community. And for a lot of us, our phones are probably like the one thing that I need to sometimes, you know, just even put in the other room. I'm like, I, I can't even yeah. be near it. It's too, too tempting, too distracting. Absolutely. And you know what? Do that. I, I will 100% support you in doing that. I think it's such a healthy thing for us to have boundaries, especially with our devices and the things that we might want to do online. And, and to recognize these things are tools, but they're also, they can be terrible distractions from the work that God wants us to do, from our relationships with the people in our lives. So for sure, if you need to put your phone in a drawer, I am going to support you in doing that Thank every you. single time. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, but definitely, you know, I'm going to be talking about being still. And, and so many women, they hear that. And, you know, this is scripture, right? Like, be still and know that I'm God. And we think, how on earth can I be still? Like, there's so many things to do, so many things running through my head. I'm pulled in all these directions. I feel distracted, unbalanced, you know, maxed out, overwhelmed, burned out, all of these things that, you know, we all experience these things in, in certain times of our lives more so than others. But every woman can relate to that. You know, our modern world tells us that we can have it all, and some of us have kind of translated that in our minds as, I can have it all, all the time, all at once, right? And that's not true. We have an unlimited capacity for, you know, loving the people that God places in our lives, but we have a very limited resource of our own time, 
our own energy, our own attention that we're able to give to things. So we need to be discerning about these things. And so, I, you know, I always encourage women to know that when you're feeling distracted, when you're feeling pulled in many directions, like, stop judging yourself for feeling that way. It's normal to feel that way in the world that we're living in and with the responsibilities that you have. And to just approach God beginning where you are. And, you know, I love to focus on um, the call of Elijah in the first book of Kings where, uh, you know, he's hiding in a cave. He's running away from Queen Jezebel who, who wants to have him killed. And he's waiting to hear from the Lord. And, and Scripture tells us that there's a, a great earthquake and the Lord was not in the earthquake. There's thunder in the sky and the Lord is not in the thunder. Um, there's fire raging and the Lord is not in the fire. And it's only then that God comes to him in what Scripture tells us is a still, small voice. Uh, some translations call it a small, silent sound. That's how our Lord comes to Elijah and calls to him. This is how God talks to us, in a still, small voice. And we look for him in the earthquakes. We look for him in the fires. We look for him in the drama of our lives and in the noise and the busyness of our lives, and we're going to miss him if we don't learn to set time aside every single day for quiet, for prayer, even beginning with just five minutes to be listening for that still small voice of our Creator. Well, I think you gave us a really good example personally, Danielle, when, um, because when I initially asked you to come on the show, we were recording on Tuesdays, and you said, I can't do that time. Do you have another time? That's my Eucharistic adoration hour. So mm. for our listeners out there, you know, how do you carve out that time for that? And you obviously, you know, could have said, this is important. I need to do this podcast. I'll get a sub. But, you know, you made that a priority. So could you talk a little bit about your adoration hour and, you know, how you make a priority for that in your life? Yeah, I am such an advocate of getting an adoration hour on your calendar. And that's not just because I coordinate my parish's adoration and I always need volunteers, <laughs> although <laughs> that is part of it. Um, but no, just putting that on your calendar is such an, a valuable way of, you know, putting, putting your calendar where your mouth is. Because if you say that you value time with the Lord, if you say that you want to be praying and that this is a priority for you, this is a way of actually doing it. Put it on your schedule put it on your calendar, put God in there first and fit the other things in around him. You know, I had a revelation years ago where I, I was in a very, you know, I've enjoyed you know, exercise and various kinds of uh, physical fitness and activities like that for years. I really kind of enjoy exploring those things. And I had a habit of getting up and working out first thing every morning, you know, and that, I came to that habit because I realized if I don't do it first thing, it's hard to fit it in. It's hard to find other times in my day because everything else comes in and starts demanding my time and energy and pulls me away. Next thing I know, it's the end of the day and I haven't gotten my workout in. So I was prioritizing it in that way. But then one day I had a revelation because I was getting my workout in, but I wasn't being all that regular about showing up for daily prayer. And I realized, oh, I've been relegating my daily prayer life to that, well, I'll see where it can fit in, and at the end of the day, maybe it didn't fit in anywhere. Well, that's kind of backwards, and not that there's anything wrong with getting up and working out first thing in the morning. You know, God bless you if you do it, you know? Um, but for me personally, I felt a real call at that point in my life to dedicate my first hour of the day to quiet prayer and meditation, and now I'm not perfect about it, and uh, sometimes I do get interrupted, sometimes I need to be a little bit flexible about it, but I have realized that if I'm going to say that's a priority, it
it needs to be on my schedule, and that's the only way it's going to happen. Let everything else fit in around it. Don't try to squeeze it into the cracks in your day. Put it in there first. Give God the first fruits of your day. So that might mean signing up for a weekly adoration hour. Great opportunity. And, you know, if you're uncomfortable sitting in silence, that means you need to be sitting in silence. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. But if, you, you know, if you're uncomfortable doing it for an hour at the start, start with 15 minutes and um, see if it doesn't grow from there. Danielle, you know, this is such an important topic uh, for us as women to this idea of being still. And that's what's important about the Women's Conference. It's such a spiritual reset moment. It's an opportunity where you don't only hear the same message, but you're surrounded by 3,000 other women that are also (laughs) encountering the same, you know. And it does make you squirm a little bit, like you said at first, but... You know, we, we can't uh, shy away from difficult things. Maybe, could you share maybe even one fruit in your life of when you put God first, you know, what did you begin to see? If it's even in your family or in your own heart, you know, what are some of the fruits of that? Yeah, well, I think especially I have seen fruit in my life from um, reading scripture on my own. Um, you know, for, for so many years, I would find myself thinking, I don't know what God is saying to me. I don't, I don't know what, you know, what God is speaking to me. And then one day I thought, oh, you know, there's a whole book called God's Word. You know, if you want to know what God is speaking to you, maybe you should open that up. And um, so I, I started making it more of a habit and part of my, my daily, my daily uh, routine in the morning of prayer was reading Scripture. And what I have noticed is that when I read Scripture, and it can be as simple as just reading the Gospel passage for the day. If you don't know where to start, do that, and you're going to be participating in the, the prayer of the Church in a, a very special way, just reading the Gospel passage, spending a little time reflecting on it, opening your heart up and asking God to tell you what He wants you to hear in those words. And many times when I've read Scripture, I will then just go into my day, and, and nothing you know really particularly uh, revelatory has happened there, and yet it comes back to me in other moments of my days. And one especially memorable moment was when the Scripture passage where Peter asks our Lord, you know, how many times must we forgive, Lord? And he's like, you know, seven times? You know, is it seven times? And our Lord tells him, no, it's 77 times, an infinite number of times is what he means by that. And I had read that passage, um, you know, just kind of a, a few days before this incident, and there was a moment with uh, my husband days later where we kind of had a disagreement, and I don't even think he knew it. He said something thoughtless and hurt my feelings, and I was like, I was going to go right up to him. I was, gonna, I was walking into the kitchen where he was, and I was going to tell him just, you know, just how upset I was and how much he hurt me and how angry I was about it, and I was just going to let him hear it. And that scripture passage came to my mind, and I was like, darn it, Lord, like, why why are you telling me about this now? And, you know, it wouldn't have come to mind if I hadn't been reading and reflecting on it just a few days before that. The Holy Spirit was using Scripture to speak to me in that moment, remind me of the call to forgiveness of all of our human beings, but so much more so does it apply inside of a loving marriage of many years, that we're called to forgive, and rather than accosting people in our lives and, you know, always looking out for ourselves and you know, so that was one time that I didn't really want to hear that, like, nudge of the Holy Spirit. And yet what a beautiful lesson it was for me, not just about forgiveness in the moment, but about the value of reading Scripture and how it opens up God's message to us in a very personal and unique way. Well, Danielle, I know you've had the opportunity to speak at women's conferences across the country. And if there's listeners out there who are kind of thinking, like, I don't know, like, 
how am I going to fit this in my busy schedule? It's Saturday. It's my day off. Um, what are some of the, you know, really the fruits and things you've seen from women who come to these conferences? Yeah, I mean, it is so important that we make time to connect with our sisters in Christ. And I understand that people have many different obligations, but if you're not taking time to feed your own soul and to connect with other women who are going to encourage you and affirm your unique feminine gifts and, you know, just give you resources and and just the encouragement that you need to know that you're not alone in this, because it's a tough thing. Living out, you know, your Catholic faith in whatever way that you do, whether you're married or have kids or you're in the workplace, it's a challenging thing. It's a hard thing. And you're not meant to do it alone. You're meant to do it in community. So look for ways that you can connect with other women. In the conference, like you said, 3,000 women. Get there and meet some of them. What a beautiful gift. What a beautiful opportunity. Give yourself the gift of that connection. And, and you have to be a little deliberate about it. You've got to make the time. And, and like I said when we were talking about fitting adoration into your calendar, put this on your calendar and let the other things fall in around it. I really appreciate that you said that. I was thinking about that when you were talking. Like, if we put this on the calendar you know, a few months in ahead of schedule, things fall into count, you know, into the way it is. Yeah. But a lot of times we don't. And then it, we we come to the final week and it's the stress and the rush of it. So it's really important that we plan ahead. And then we build these habits, right? These holy habits where we, these, you know, for us in Columbus, we, this is a yearly event, a yearly opportunity. So, you know, planning for it, inviting others to attend, and um, we're just so honored that you are willing to step forward, to come, to speak to us, to share that wisdom as you open this podcast, really talking about that's something that's one of your strengths is that you've shared your journey with so many of us for so many years. Oh, thank you. I am so looking forward to it. I am so grateful for the invitation to come. It's an honor and it's a privilege. And I'm as blessed as anybody when I attend these events because I'm so encouraged to see the the vibrant faith that's alive in communities of women especially. I'm so encouraged to see friendship that's growing and even beginnings of friendships that's starting in uh, some people's relationships that always happens at these conferences. And, you know, just the, the encouragement that we get when we see this large crowd of people who share our faith, who share our values, and who are there to love the Lord and want to grow in their relationship with God just like we do. Well, Danielle, can you tell our listeners where they can find out more about you and find your work online or in the Facebook world? Oh, sure. Yeah. So they can go to daniellebean.com. There's lots of information about me and my work there. If you want to check out the Girlfriends community that I mentioned, you can go to girlfriendscommunity.com. All the information is there. And on social media, I'm Danielle Bean. So pretty easy. You can find me anywhere. Awesome. Well, we are so looking forward to seeing you here in Columbus for our February 20, February 18th, 2023 event. Cannot wait. God bless you guys. Well, God thank bless. you. God bless. So, so great. So excited to have her. I know. You know what? Some of the things she said even today is convicting, isn't it? It, it hits home a little bit. Like, what's going on with my calendar? Is Are my events even getting onto my calendar? Especially scheduling that prayer time. Absolutely. Because it's you can get in a really good habit, maybe for Advent or maybe for Lent. And you'll have these great prayer times. And then all of a sudden, like something changes in your life or, you know, it's summertime or you, you know, fall time, everything changes with it, you know, with your life at some certain different seasons and you have to reset and say, oh, 
I was doing so great in my morning journaling and I haven't been doing that lately. So start again. Every day is a fresh start. Every day is a fresh start. And I think that's going to be, that's what we love about Danielle is that she's so positive and uplifting, but she always does give me a nice little challenge when I hear her speak or read her books like, okay, there is another drive. You know, I could take it to a little bit higher, um, you know, output or or just take it to the next level, taking it to the next level. Yes. Well, I'm just so grateful for this special series that we're doing with our different speakers. We're talking about the February 18th, 2023 conference. And we are so excited and looking forward to having all the listeners join us together in person at the Ohio State Expo Center. It's going to be an amazing event this year. Um, and, you know, in addition with Danielle, you can listen to the archives of our other speakers here on St. Gabriel Radio. We're going to be, we had Father Michael Denk we've interviewed. We've interviewed Paula Umana. We've also interviewed our musician, Hannah Schaefer. And we have such an amazing day planned for you. And I think what I love most about the conference is, you know, people say, you know, we can plan for a lot. We can plan for the speakers and the venue and the lunch. But what we can't plan for is what the Holy Spirit's going to do. And so many amazing things happen the day of the conference that people tell me that I ran into my great aunt who I haven't seen in 20 years, or I I ran into an old friend or a coworker and rekindled that friendship. So there's some really beautiful things that, um, so many graces from this day that you definitely want to get it on your calendar. You definitely do. And if it hasn't been on your calendar for the last couple of years, it's time to, you know, we're in a new era. Let's do it. Let's get it on our calendar. Let's make it happen. And what I love about the Women's Conference, it's a gathering of all ages and stages of life. And I think that's really important that we recognize that, you know, we bring our teenage daughters to, you know, those who are newly retired or have been retired a long time. So it's it's got a great, a great span. Yeah, my mom comes, your mom comes, like our daughters come. So it's a really beautiful intergenerational opportunity to share your faith together. And there is something for everyone. Absolutely, including good parking, great lunch, lots of faith opportunities. And shopping. And shopping. Yes, absolutely shopping. Well, um, you were listening to the Inspired by Faith podcast, a program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm here in studio with Michelle Fanley. We're at St. Gabriel, and we're so grateful that we've been able to interview Daniel Bean today. And let's close in prayer today, Emily. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you for always listening to me and guiding me. I pray that I hear your voice today as you guide, guard, protect, direct, and govern me. Draw us closer to you each day. Give me wisdom to discern your voice and to act on it. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. To find out more about the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference, visit columbuscatholicwomen.com. To hear more about our work, please be, please check out inspirethefaith.com.